Welcome to the Life Christian Church Podcast, where our mission is to inspire people to the life God dreams for them as we spread His love in ever-widening circles. Hey again, everyone, and welcome to TLCC Online. My name is Christian. I'm one of your online campus pastors, and it's great to come to you today from London via the interwebs and to share a short message with you that will hopefully help you to rewind and reflect on this past year so that you can move forward into 2022 and experience the life that God has dreamed for you. As most of you are aware, Amanda and I moved to London just a few months ago, and as you can imagine, the experience has been fascinating in all sorts of ways. And one of the most eye-opening kind of everyday experiences is all the history around us, right? You walk in the city, and there are these buildings and, and monuments that are hundreds to, in some cases, a couple of thousand years old. And there's something remarkable about feeling connected to the past, a past I really wasn't super aware of, but that has impacted me in many ways historically. And so just a few weeks ago, Amanda and I were walking to, to visit a church we hadn't been to before. And as we're walking, we like almost incidentally walk by something called the London Wall, which you may have seen before. Either way, here's a picture to show it to you. And it's this beautiful, like, 2000 year wall built by the Romans. And that's just kind of like an everyday experience here. So again, we're walking to this church and we, we, we get to it and it's beautiful stonework on the outside. And you can just see the history in this old Anglican church. And you, you walk inside and there are these like plaques on the wall that are commemorating believers who lived in the community that have since passed. And there's even a literal sarcophagus in the building during worship, you can just look over and see this massive sarcophagus right there. And also in the floors, you may have seen this here or in other countries, but there are these little uh, like stone slabs, like tombstones that are flush with the ground that you, you walk over in the church when you're like trying to get to your seat and whatnot. It's like, it feels very irreverent. It's very odd. Like, I get to this church, I'm like playing a hopscotch, trying to like not walk on to the tombstones as I'm trying to get to my seat. And so we sit down and we begin this worship service. And then now I have to invite my lovely wife, Amanda, back into the story so she can, she can finish off some of the story. Just quick. You have to be quick though. You don't take my preaching time. Okay. Too bad. I I need like a booster seat for this microphone. Too short. So what happened in the old church okay so okay so we're stand, standing there singing these old hymns right and it's um, beautiful you know it's like yeah a lot of people singing yeah just so just so beautiful and so meaningful so we're singing these beautiful hymns and then all of a sudden you know i'm, I'm hearing you know of course i hear myself sing and I'm, I'm singing you know how i usually sing and then all of a sudden she's just angelic her <laughs> voice oh thank you and then all of a sudden i hear someone to my left which is christian my husband and he's singing with an English accent. And I was like, what are you doing? I got caught. <laughs> I'm like, wait, did I just? Because obviously you can hear the difference. I'm singing yeah. with my American it's, accent. It's because everyone is singing these hymns, which have like specific enunciation and like cadence and like singing in an American accent. I felt like I was off the entire yeah. song. Yeah. So I had to start singing. It was a bad accent. So that's the story. All right. Wait, wait, wait. But I guess kind of the point of the story, there's not a big point, is that 
this whole thing's going on and she's telling me the story afterwards and she's like were you singing in an English accent I was like blushing like I am kind of now and then I realized that at the at the end of the story that this entire thing is going on and I'm I've been standing on one of the tombs the entire time during the service singing in an English accent all right go thank you for joining thank you Okay, now, accents aside, jokes aside, all of us to say that there's something interesting, at very least, something special about the past. Yes, tombs obviously have the significance of those who are, are buried within them. But there's also something about being in this incredibly historical place with, that's latent with so much meaning that we're connected to, even if we don't realize that we're connected to it. The past, your past, is significantly connected to your present. Now, rewinding, reflecting, and connecting to our past, I believe, helps us live in the present and move into the future. And this is what we'll talk about for just a few minutes today. In this in-between point between Christmas and New Year's, before we start thinking about goals for 2022, what we want this next season of our lives to look like, I think it's good for us to stop and to rewind and reflect. There's actually a lot of scripture that discusses remembering our past. In the Psalms, you read, I remember the days of old. I meditate on all that you have done. I ponder the work of your hands, speaking of God's work. In Deuteronomy, you read, remember the days of old. It's a, it's a command. Consider the years of many generations. Ask your father and he will show you your elders and they will tell you. And Ecclesiastes chapter 1 negatively talks about how we forget the past. And then also throughout the Old Testament, you have moments where fathers of God like Jacob and Samuel, um, Absalom, David, which Paul refers to in the Old Testament, in the New Testament, they set up monuments to commemorate special times of God coming through in their lives and in the, the story of the people of God. Now, I think that there are two major tendencies, generally speaking, when it comes to remembering the past. First of all, some people focus potentially too much on the past. It's kind of like a navel-gazing tendency. We're always blaming things on the past, thinking about the past, figuring out why our life is messed up today, and just finding those reasons based in the past. Now, there's an important part to this, which I'll get to in just a moment, but sometimes we can overemphasize the past in that kind of way. Conversely, you have people who never want to think about the past. The future is all that matters. We're living for today, and thinking about things you've gone through is just a waste of time. I would argue, however, that reflecting on the past helps you put behind you what needs to be left behind. And also, reflecting on the past lets you remember things that will help you move forward. So let's unpack that first part. First of all, it's always important to remember your past still lives on in your present, whether you know it or not. Previous experiences, good or bad, impact you today. Wounds you may have received as a child or maybe just this past year or maybe last week or during this crazy season we've had as a world, those experiences still live with you. And sometimes they can still wound and hurt us if they're unattended to, if they're they're untreated. And this is why therapy can be so helpful. You often look back, you see what struggles you may have experienced in the past that affect you today, or there's a lot of work being done in the field of cultural memory, where a group of people connected by cultural identity can have experienced significant wounds that perhaps you didn't experience yourself, but it's embedded in your cultural memory and thus impacts you today. 
that stuff needs to be dealt with in order to move forward in the healthiest of ways. And thus, in this season, before we move forward, it might be good for you to stop and to take a moment, for all of us to stop and take a moment to deal with some of the uncomfortable stuff as we reflect on the past because it helps us move into our God-inspired future. I think we can also kind of flip this around and realize how positive rewinding the tape of our lives can be in helping us to move forward. We can also think about the positives of our lives today and reflect on the incredible moments in our past that led to the great things we experienced today. We can have positive cultural memories that encourage us, that strengthen us up as we see a story of potential perseverance, of of joys, of forward movement that encourages us to continue moving forward, much like some of the monuments that you see throughout scripture uh, talking about the incredible things God has done. Reflecting on the past can also encourage our future because it helps us check in with where we are in our lives and where we are going. It can bring clarity to your story, to the narrative of your life. For instance, just the other day, I was watching like a seven and a half hour Hungarian movie because that's what people who, you know, were tweed and study in London do, I reckon. And at some point, like four or five hours into this movie, I had realized that I had really no idea what was going on because I had missed an important plot point because, you know, I had probably spent a few of those 450 minutes of runtime, you know, checking my phone or something. And so what do you do when you forget the plot line in a story? You rewind, you go back an hour or to a scene that you know that you missed or is confusing for you so you can better understand it, which then clarifies what's happening in the story and helps you understand what's going to come in the future of the story. Now, I think this is similar to what can happen in our lives. Sometimes we just need to rewind to check back in on the important plot points of our lives so we can understand our present better, understand how we got here and where the story is going. Why did I make this decision to be at this point in my life? What has inspired me? What has encouraged me? What is the main through line of my life? Sometimes we need to refresh and to remind ourselves of what we're doing and why we're here. Now, everyone needs to do this, but as Christ followers, We have a special need to do this, I believe. In fact, we are commanded to remember our story, our cultural memory as Christians, so that we can keep the main story, the main story in our lives. Our future is intimately connected to a past that we must frequently reflect on. The most important point of remembrance in all of scripture is the Last Supper, where Jesus sat with his disciples before he went to the cross. And Jesus, before the most important moment of his life and ministry, he sat with his disciples to celebrate the Passover, which was functionally the Passover, a moment of remembrance. It was looking back on the Jewish freedom from Egyptian slavery. They were reflecting. In the course of this meal, Jesus commanded the disciples to remember the sacrifice of his body and blood on the cross so that we could remember the ultimate freeing act from slavery, our slavery to the brokenness and and the sin, the missing the mark within this world. And we see Paul recounting uh, the command to remember Jesus through celebrating communion. We see this in his letter to the church of Corinth, where he says, 
For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, Paul continues, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Okay, so yes, if you're a Christian, you know that communion is important as we celebrate Jesus' death on the cross. But in the context of this time of year, I think this has key specific implications for us. First of all, whenever we're moving forward into a new season of our lives, we have to have the saving work of Jesus ever present in our minds and in our hearts. Jesus is the reason why and the way we move forward into our futures. Jesus is the reason why and the way that we move forward into our futures. See, when we're thinking about the future, again, I think that there are two often major kind of opposite approaches that we can take, either the optimistic approach or the pessimistic approach. The optimistic view says that through our own might and strength and our own rationality and capacity, we'll be able to create a good future. And interestingly enough, you actually have times in history where this is the general tone of society. And to kind of be technical, this is something that we'll often call imminent teleology, basically meaning that that we as, as people, as a society, will bring about the goal, the success and, uh, of the world and bring it to some sort of utopic future. This was really popular post-Enlightenment, 18th, 18th and 19th centuries. But you also have a pessimistic view that pops up throughout history that says, there's no hope for the world or for my life. My past was, was broken and there's sickness in the world and poverty and craziness and there's no way forward. Sometimes this is called a post-history narrative that says that we're just living in the moment, don't think about the future because we have a pessimistic view of not being able to bring something about. So you have the optimistic and the pessimistic view. And I'd prefer to pose a realistic view, which says that when we put our trust in Jesus, our past is healed, our future is hopeful, and our eternity is assured. It's by Christ's work alone in our lives, his, his particular intervention, his puncturing, his, his punctiliar action in our world, in our stories. That's how we move forward. And if your future is entered into without this memory of Christ, this focus on him, then what are we doing? We're, we're trusting ourselves or we're trusting in nothing. And both of those are equally effective. By remembering our cultural memory as Christians in Christ, that is how we move into our future. Also, and and finally, in the season of reflecting and remembering, I encourage you to highlight or, or to establish these kind of monuments, not just of the good things that have happened, but of the God things that have happened in your recent past. Moments where you've clearly seen Christ working in your life through this past season, When are some moments that you saw his clear faithfulness portrayed in your life? When we set up these these monuments, if you will, it helps us trust God even more when we move into the future. It helps us remember that he has been with us and that he will be with us. But I would like to offer that these moments are more than just setting up monuments, though. Uh, It's more than, than a stationary object of the past. 
as William Faulkner says of the Psalms, Psalms that were remembering the faithfulness of God in the past, he said, they're, they're not just monuments, but footprints. A monument only says, at least I got this far, while a footprint says, this is where I was when I moved again. Meaning, our past experiences with God are not just static moments of the past, but it's signals of the life, the story that we are living, and it's a footprint. It is directionally oriented towards the future. God's action in your life, when you think about what he's done, helps you to continue to take steps into the future. I encourage you right now to set a time aside to do two things. To think of some of the past difficulties that may still be living with you that you need to face, and to remember the God monumental moments, the footprint moments of this past season that can encourage you in your future. Maybe you do that right after service ends. Maybe you set a time to do it tomorrow morning. And I also encourage you to share some of it, whatever you feel comfortable with, maybe with family or friends or, or maybe someone in a church or in a small group with you so that your story becomes communal and you can move forward into the future with other people. I hope that you are encouraged today in God's plan for your future. Music.